I'm taking today's program outside. I'm outdoors by the St. Francis statue. Small 16 inch tall statue by the birdbath in my brother Pierre's backyard. Coming off a fantastic, awesome uh, recording or taping of ecclesial or ecclesiastic experience and it was a great experience uh, short about 23 24 minutes long timestamp a runner early morning runner gal uh, navy blue with a top part of a one-piece running suit runs by she just went out of view behind the house I'm uh, in the midst of birds chirping, live birds this time, not recorded birds from my last, uh, maybe third to last uh, podcast I presented to you in this late July uh, humid weather. This morning seems like it's going to be a cool day, but everything changes quickly here in this corner of our country, our little corner of New England here. In case the world doesn't know, um, don't want to make any aspersions that this podcast reaches out, but I know we listen to in Russia, the Ukraine, uh, we listen to outside of the former, former communist bloc, uh, we listen to in, I hope, Romania, but I know for a fact that we listen to in Oregon. I have one dedicated listener who listens to my regular broadcasts, helped me with some voice training indirectly through my brother Claude, who I did some series, or actually two recordings, tapings, airings. Um, they're up on Spotify and other sites. I don't want to say one brand over another, one platform over another. I do use Anchor. It's a good production tool makes for great and I'm going to try to minimize that word it's part of my voice training I'm also going to say voice instead of voice as I sit and say the words I'm aware of them um, outdoor studio it's nice the hose has been drawn about a 75 foot hose that circles around the Back of the Massey uh, yard, backyard here, along the gardens, like the Indianapolis Speedway of hosiery. And um, the grill has been closed. Pizza was made a few nights ago to the surprise of how good a backyard grill, no matter how modest it is. This one's a dome Weber-like knockoff. Actually, it is a Weber. I'm looking at the wheels. The brand name is on the wheels on this model. And God brings us a lot of joy. I'm sitting on a Chase Lounge, an overpriced Chase Lounge, according to Janet. 
given to her, though, by neighbors who gave her the price. Didn't charge her, of course. They were just put over the fence in a gleeful manner, of course, and in the spirit of uh, neighborly relations. Uh, they're dark green, and I'm sitting on them. The cat is turning around into the side garage of a house here. At one point, I decided to uh, do bi-daily podcasts. That is, every other day, because I can't sit still. You know that for me, my infamous reputation of being an impatient practitioner. Practitioner. Syllabalic or syll syllable uh, stressing is important in radio and podcast announcement. It's funny how the podcasts actually overtake the overtook the radio. Radio is a somewhat live platform. A man or a woman sits in front of a microphone inside of a cramped, warm, acoustic tile ridden. Uh, room, dark, except for the light that uh, hits over the script, of which I don't use. I use outlines. I use the art of extemporaneous or extemporaneous language and, mu and uh, vocal muse. The muses were out there today and yesterday, actually, yesterday, when I recorded or taped or in, aired and finally published this podcast. So radio has been overtaken. Uh, FM, I'm going to do a podcast on the glories of the F and the M and frequency modulation as part of the language, craft, and uh, rock art, which will segue into a Grateful Dead tribute, and that's coming in January on my cold course, a new podcast, not yet out there. Did some clearances, got some approvals to go ahead. I met in the New York office of the TMSA, Talk Me Some Art, acronym. I like that word acronym. Uh, they approved it. Uh, we have sponsors. Anchor is one of them. So it's a great tool, it's a great platform, great easy way and free, free to use. I would pay, I would pay. I can't believe that life is free like this. I would pay. I would give my left arm to share information. I love sharing. I get a kick out of it. I get a kick out of that Route 66, 77 Sunset Strip. What's it with the double numbered TV shows, Route 66, of course, with Martin Milner riding and driving and tooling around on that famous freeway, byway, thoroughfare, and uh, black and white, early 60s, Corvette had made, only been out in production for about, oh, four, five, six years. This was a Stingray model came out, Stingray was a model of Corvette made by Chevrolet, owned manufacturer GM, General Motors, um, dark color car, 
At least it looked like that on black and white film. The vistas were gorgeous. Uh, the the open road, the feeling of of uh, as they solved their their mysteries along the way, from uh, East St. Louis where the road starts through to Flagstaff and landing in California, not before going through the great state of Nevada, the great western states. Buckles Brannigan is at home there. He goes back to the Mexican territory, which is now Texas and other parts of the country, Louisiana, Kentucky, I believe. Oklahoma, I know. Not Tennessee, I don't believe. That's the Tennessee Valley Authority. We're going to do a story on coal course with that as well. Electricity, the glory of the circuit. Um, with with that, um, let's listen to the birds just for a little while. They're sparse. They're, um, they're spaced out in this backyard here in Warwick, Rhode Island. I didn't tell you where my geographical GPS placement was. But let's take time to listen. My meditation audios are available on Spotify and other platforms, Apple Podcasts, um, Apple is a good partner, they don't know about me, but I know about them, it's a one-way relationship, I guess let's keep it that way. My meditations, I've done three of them so far, formally. Uh, you could say that some of my other ones are meditations, pseudo-meditations, quasi. It's great to just sit here and talk with you, be at my mic, my portable studio, I call it, or porter studio, I would brand it that way. St. Francis hasn't moved, he's looking downward. Birds sometimes land on the bird feeder, sometimes on his head, sometimes on his shoulder, sometimes at his feet. He's planted in the grass in an informal way, on a obtuse angle to the house. Um, there's a beautiful magnolia. There's a beautiful uh, dogwood. A Korean dogwood, I look out beyond to the edge of the yard by the white picket fence. That's all America. All America should be lined with a small white picket fence, not too tall, not too low. This one's about two feet tall with green posts that my brother Pierre lovingly painted one summer not too long ago. Took him days to complete. He's got about, oh, he must have about 30 of them, maybe even more going around the perimeter. One fence is untouched. It's about a three-footer with space pickets like the, like the white fence is.
I love the night birds. I love the morning birds. I love the afternoon birds. I love the spatial relationship they provide. They give us uh, a sonic sojourn, so to speak. They give each other some space. You can see them on telephone pole wires, vying for space with the squirrels above the rooftops of the lonely streets here in this side of Warwick, Rhode Island, which borders on East Greenwich, a wealthy town in Rhode Island. My brother Claude would get into the economic aspects and the developmental aspects of the state. It's it's hard to believe that just uh, maybe 70, 80, 90 years ago, this state was before the hurricane, or maybe during and after the hurricane of 38, just a seven short years after my mom was born, that this state was uh, mostly farmland, or a good part of it. And it still is about a third of it is dedicated, the, the southwestern part is one of the larger tracts of forest in the northeast. Um, it's amazing coming from a small state that I can say that. You'd think with the vastness of New York State, for example, or Pennsylvania, mid-Atlantic Pennsylvania, Thanks, Claude, for correcting me on that one. Not lumping Pennsylvania in with New York and that regionality aspect. Um, that they would have forest tracts as larger or larger. And they do, Vi, and they probably do have. But Rhode Island is one of, I understood it was the largest uh, undisturbed tract of, of uh, Greenland. It's the oxygen it's the lungs of Rhode Island. It kind of gives us a quality of air. Combine that with the sweet smell of the ocean. Uh, and the acrid, not acrid, but the pungent smell of the fauna. Makes for a combination that's um, irresistible in a lot of ways. It's an urban state. It's a city-state, Providence metropolitan area of Providence, or the statistical area, actually, as Claude again, approval. Thanks, Claude. Uh, no, he's out in Connecticut. He'll hear this later. And um, at a later date, maybe today. It's the other good thing about Anchor, I can publish pretty quickly, but the statistical or consolidated area of Rhode Island includes New Bedford and uh, in Fall River, Massachusetts, is actually larger than the area that it encompasses is actually larger, larger than the proper Rhode Island state proper area, about 1,200 square miles of Rhode Island. I think it's about uh, 15 or 1,600 even square miles of uh, Providence and environs or greater Providence area. Chamber of Commerce would not in approval. The northeast wind bell chimes are hanging quiet right now. It's a still morning, windless for the most part. I don't know what kind of tree it is. I believe it is a dogwood. The bark doesn't really give it away. The trunks come down about even. They wind down in a craggly way. The uh, foliage is not in bloom. It is mid-July, 
The sun is just peeking up right now at 5.43 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The distant road tar hitting, wheels hitting the tar uh, can be heard in the distance, near distance. It's a sort of a drone that continues on and the birds are uninterrupted. So from the mockingbird to the warbler, to the wren, to the cardinal, to the occasional striking scarlet tanager, great name for a bird, um, to the very occasional hawk, to the super occasional peregrine falcon, depending if you live by the ridgeside or you live by, live in the valley or up on the hills. I'm scanning, doing a visual scan of uh, other aspects of the yard. The yard slopes down. It's a good feature of Pierre's lot yard, Pierre and Janet's yard here. Um, the flooding is a problem. It's mitigated by some French uh, French drains that Pierre installed several years ago. Uh, I believe they keep a pretty dry basement. The house was added on. Uh, I'm gonna. I was told it was already about 10 to 12 years ago that they did that. Hard to believe. Seems like uh, last summer. I was up on the roof with the guys helping. Uh, his Pierre's builder designer friend. Um, I believe didn't charge him for the design work. I think just charge him for labor and materials, of course. And all good things, I guess, must come to an end. I'm going to close with um, morning. Morning doves come out a little later today. We'll hear from them a little later. Until then, listen to my shows and enjoy life as it unfolds and makes itself known and present to you.